Clinical Issues by Amber Wood Headlines Question After anesthesia induction during a recent procedure, the anesthesiologist noticed that the patient had head lice. How should we contain the lice in this situation? Answer Personnel should follow the healthcare organization's policies and procedures for head lice isolation precautions. The RN circulator should assist the anesthesia professional with covering the patient's hair. If possible, the patient's hair should be kept covered for the duration of the procedure and postoperative period, as long as the patient remains in the perioperative environment. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, personnel should follow contact precautions, that is, wear a gown and gloves, when coming into contact with a patient until 24 hours after head lice treatment. However, transmission of head lice from the patient to healthcare personnel is very unlikely without direct head-to-head, head-to-hair care item, or head-to-bedding contact. Transmission from patient to patient may occur via bedding or shared hair care items, and thus personnel should take measures to prevent transmission between patients. After the procedure, personnel should perform routine cleaning, including cleaning and disinfecting the OR bed. Personnel should visually inspect the head of the OR bed for loose strands of hair and discard them if found, because viable nits, that is, lice eggs, may be attached to the hair. As part of the cleaning process, personnel should remove used linens from the room and then clean and disinfect used pillows or head positioning devices, for example, donut, shoulder roll, in accordance with facility policy. Lice and nits are killed by exposure for five minutes or more to temperatures greater than 128.3 degrees Fahrenheit, 53.5 degrees Celsius. So laundering of linens using the hot water cycle and high heat drying is effective to prevent transmission. Personnel can prevent lice transmission via non-washable items by sealing them in a plastic bag and storing it for two weeks. Head lice will survive less than 48 hours if they fall off a person. If not kept at the temperature that is found close to the scalp, nits cannot hatch and will usually die within a week. Therefore, personnel should only consider cleaning items that have touched the patient's hair and bedding in the two days before treatment. According to the CDC, misdiagnosis of head lice infestation, that is, pediculosis, is common. Before providing postoperative patient education, the team members should confirm the findings and evaluate for the presence of live lice or nits. Treatment may be indicated if live lice are seen crawling. If crawling lice are not seen, the presence of nits firmly attached within 0.25 inches of the scalp suggests that an infestation is likely, and treatment may be indicated. Nits located more than 2.5 inches from the scalp are highly likely to have already hatched or died, and therefore are not viable. If there are no live lice and the nits are more than 0.25 inches from the scalp, the infestation is likely old and inactive, and therefore would not require treatment. The perioperative RN should communicate the intraoperative findings of head lice to the perianesthesia care unit RN. Postoperatively, the team members should provide guidance to the patient for follow-up or referral to their primary care physician 
when treatment of head lice may be indicated. Although products for the treatment of head lice are widely available over the counter, the American Academy of Pediatrics has called for increased physician involvement in the diagnosis and treatment of head lice. Misidentification of lice infestation has resulted in improper use of pediculicides, emergence of lice that are resistant to available products, and the use of alternative treatments not proven to be safe or efficacious.